If you love the Black Married and Dead Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Mary and Every Podcast. Happy Sunday to you and yours. Shira, how are you doing on this wonderful Sunday afternoon? I'm doing just swell. It's <laughs> not today. How about yourself? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good, Shire. Uh, we had a beer. Very long weekend. Got our carpets cleaned. Yes. Uh, man, it's just it was a really long week. I'm not even gonna lie to you, and I was really glad to see the weekend. And now it's almost over. So that's uh, how it is. That's how it is. I'm feeling <laughs> feeling a ways about that. <laughs> you gotta enjoy it while it lasts. Yes, we are uh, definitely gonna do that. Shire, you know, I was thinking we we need to start getting our little elevator pitch a little bit because we may have new listeners, right? Okay. So. Let's just see how fast. Let's, I'm just. This is freestyle. I'm gonna, just going to give a 15 second to 20 second. That's too long, Marcus. <laughs> you need to cut that down. Okay. Well, me and Shira, uh, we paid off six figures worth of debt, for those of you who don't know, in 2017. And then we went on to uh, invest in real estate. And this podcast is simply one part chronicling our journey of that and then talking to others who have done that plus some in yes. the area of finances. So this podcast is to encourage you guys and uh, to just talk about all things finance. So that's my little pitch. What do you think, Shai? Not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get straight to it. Because on this road to wealth, right, on the road to building wealth for your family, uh, you may come up with uh, and, and come up against some family drama, Shai. You know? Yes. So we're going to talk about some family drama. In the news, uh, some things that have gone viral, two uh, different stories. The first story involves uh, former NBA player and current ESPN analyst Jalen Rose. Uh, he is a he's been doing uh, covering the NBA as an analyst for about 15, 20 years now. So very well known. Grew up in Detroit, inner city. Played with Chris Webber uh, in the Fab Five, and then played NBA, and now he's an analyst. Well, he he, he recently his mother passed, Shire. Okay. Yeah. And he had bought a home for his mother. Mm-hmm. 
and I guess his sister had been taking care of the mom in her last days and moved into the home. Yes. And now that the mom has passed, you know, Jalen wants to either sell the home or just take take control of the home. And the sister didn't really like that, Shia. So I want to play you a little clip here. Uh-oh. Yeah, the sister didn't like that. And she recorded and took to the internet, which is what we do nowadays, I guess. So let's play it, and I want to get your reaction. All right, Shia, you ready? Okay. A clothes and getting my summer stuff ready and trying to continue to be healthy. But then I got to keep dealing with this idiot and, and this foolishness. Do not go in my mother's room. Do not go in my mother's room. Do not go in my mother's room. My mother just died last year, okay? And you bringing strangers all in here, Jalen Ross, to walk to your mother's house that you love so much that you're trying to sell her house a year after she passed while your sister's still living here in it. And you had the audacity to call me a squatter when I took care of our mother and our grandmother in this house. You got a lot of nerve, Jalen Rose. You got a lot of nerve. And I hope the whole world see how much nerve you got now and how fake and phony you been talking about how much love you got for your mother and your family. Ooh, mighty funny. The man with the mic ain't got nothing to say today. Ain't that, ain't that strange? Ain't that strange? But check it out. Shai, what do you think about that? I want to get your total thoughts on not only what she said, but just the fact that she took to the internet and he's walking through the house. He has his mask on. He's walking through with his agent. He's not engaging with her. He's just he's just going about his business, checking on the home. So what do you think, Shire? Well, I will say that this is my first time hearing the clip and that this is my first time seeing the clip. Um, but... You know, you gave me some background information on the story okay. before the podcast. And I, I was thinking that, you know, I wouldn't have a lot of empathy for the sister. Um, and it seems like a lot of people on social media don't have empathy for her. They're calling her um, an entitled woman who thinks that her brother is supposed to pay for her living expenses. But what I hear in her voice pain. is pain. Yeah. That's what I hear in her voice. And I think a lot of times, especially in the black community, um, people hear anger and entitlement. But what I'm hearing is pain. I'm hearing uh, grief. Yeah. And I don't know that I'm taking the same approach that I thought that I would take. Okay. And that a lot of people are taking. Um, because family relationships are complicated. Yes. And it's especially complicated when you have a sibling who yes. is rich, who is wealthy, and when, you know, that didn't manifest for, for you, as it doesn't manifest for most people. Right. You know, um, you know, maybe there are just it's maybe there's just some disappointments in that area. Yes. It's kinda like, you know, if you've ever brainstormed about winning the lottery, right? <laughs> I, and, I was going to go here too, Shia. You know, it's like, okay, first when I get this money, first I'm going to get a house for my mom. Mm -hmm. Then I'm going to do something for my dad. Then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to buy up the block mm -hmm. and I'm going to have a house for me. And then my brother and his wife and their family, they're going to be down the street. You know, mom, you know, she could choose if she wants to live with me, she can, or she can have her, you know, you do, you know, you do all those dreams, yes. but then when it actually happens, it's just like, I'm gonna take care of my mom. Right, I ain't and then, for all these folks. You know, because you don't want to go broke either. Yeah. You know, so I just feel like it's just such 
a complicated situation and I know we're going to dive deeper into it, but yeah. the first thing that I want to be sure that I don't do is I don't want to pass judgment. And, and I, and I appreciate that Shire because, and, and, and with, with us, you know, a lot of times it takes a level headed person, like how you, like you just were to like look deeper because we, because us as black folks, we ain't never going to just come out and be like, I'm hurt. You know, me, you talked about that, uh, uh, in our conversations, it's like we just can't never just be like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt that you're doing this. Yeah, it's I got the, it, it, you know, it's hard to see the hurt when you just hearing you just barking at me, you screaming at me, you know. But yeah, I think underneath a lot of that was hurt, uh, Shire, and a lot of people. There's been a lot of different views. So some people say, and I've heard, well, he has money, man, he's rich, he can't just let her. You know, keep that house, you know, whatever, whatnot. Why, why, why is he trying to sell the house? And my thinking to that is, it's like, you never have enough. You're never too rich, right? It's never like, oh, I could just let this go away or I could just let, you know, I could just give this away, right? Oh, see, so right, uh, you're saying the house was like... We, we, I don't know the ins and outs of, of, of the, if the home was paid off, but let's say even if it was, let's say he bought it for his mom cash. Mm-hmm. I bought it for mom cash, right? I didn't buy it for my sister per se cash. I didn't, you know, I, and like I said, we don't know the whole story, but I understand his position. It's like, it's been a year. You had a year to transition from living with mom to, to living on your own again. It's like, I can't fund or I, we never had the conversation about me funding you after mom. And so I wonder what were the conversations there? You know, no, did, 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 I felt like from that video, it looked like she was blindsided, but yeah, we don't know. It seemed because, that way. Yeah. It seemed that way. Well, maybe she wasn't, maybe she wasn't, maybe, but, maybe there was a conversation. It didn't go well six months ago. And he's like, man, this is going to be ugly. So he let it, he let it, he let it ride for six months. And then, he just said, I got to go in and do what I got to do. Like, who knows? Because she doesn't seem like if he gave her, she doesn't seem like the type, like if he gave her a year warning, she would be like, okay, thank you. But can we just be clear <laughs> about this? He didn't buy his mother a house. He bought a house that mm. he allowed his mother to live in. I like that, so sure. let, let's be very, very clear here that if it was his mother's house, mm. truly in the true sense of ownership, then that asset would have likely been split between the both of them. Unless there was like a will that said it was just going to go back to, to, um, to Jalen. Yeah. But really it sounds like he bought a house and he allowed them to stay in it. Right. And, as a homeowner and as a landlord, on, we know that you can't just put a person out on the streets and that there are laws that are in place, mm-hmm. uh, eviction laws. Mm-hmm. And so because she has been living, even if you're a squatter, mm-hmm. there are still there's still a legal process that one must go through in order to have a squatter removed Correct. from the house or to have, you know, you need to go through... Um, you know, proper notice. Mm-hmm. And if there is an eviction, a proper eviction. So and, I think there's some legalities yes. that may come into play. And I don't know that the law will be on her side. Yes. But let's just take it for what it is. It was never the mother's home, in my opinion, from what I'm seeing. And I could be totally wrong, but it sounds like it was his house. 
and I allow you to live there, right. but now the time the time is up. Yeah, Shire, and and this is something that we're gonna be transparent with y'all listening. Me and Shire, we just about to cut. We were just gonna talk, y'all. Y'all just gonna be hearing us for a few minutes. But Shire, this is why I next year, and yes, for sure next year, I really want to dig in on the wills and the trusts and learning about that. I want to sit down with someone. I encourage people listening to that's something we never really broach on this platform but i think Mm -hmm. it's something that as you acquire more and we were talking about a rich man here as you're building wealth the listener as shire me and you build wealth, the will and the trust are put in place to to, for stuff like this now he bought this for himself you know it's a slightly different scenario but us as parents and stuff we don't want our kids fighting over different assets and things like that. So I think a lot of times, like you said, the law may come into play for the squatting or squatters rights and stuff. But just in general, when folks pass. Well, I'm not wanna... calling her a squatter. So let's no, be okay, clear. Yeah. A squatter is someone Apparently who just <laughs> who just shows up and, you know, right. but he had full knowledge. I think she had been living there for like four years yeah. based on something that that that, read. that I've read. So she's not a squatter. Right. But just in general, man, we got to get these trusts and, and wills in place because for, to my understanding, my small understanding, a trust tells every asset what it's supposed to do. It tells uh, if there's a confusion, what happens in the midst of that confusion. Okay, if you can't decide this person, get then it automatically does this and this and that. But so only, I know this is yes. a different scenario, but that's just I just wanted to kind of pivot there because yeah. we need to get our wheels and our trusts on Shire. Yes, I, I don't want my kids fighting over stuff like this. Well, they still could fight though because they might not like what you put in that will or what you oh, put in true. that trust <laughs> because true. some people do, don't do tell people what's in their will and trust yeah. until after they pass and then everyone finds out about it. So, so it's still, it's so important to have these conversations and these types of planning while people are alive and I would wonder what what would the mom's wishes be and did she communicate those wishes to her son because I'm sure that he he loved his mother and if she had communicated something like help your sister you know like like who knows let's let's keep this thing okay what what, what do you think about helping family like Mm -hmm. when this is my mentality going into the recession. You take care of you and I'll take care of me. Everybody got to be self-sufficient because we can't have nobody dragging by. We can't have nobody who's a liability at this point. Everybody got to be able to hold their own. Don't get me nothing. I won't get you nothing. You know, that's my mentality. You know, but what, what is your thought on like helping family? Like, I think me, you and your brother were at a dinner. We were joking and laughing one time. It's like, how much money is the number where you kind of start looking at your sibling? Like, oh, so you ain't gonna give me none of that. <laughs> like, like what, what do you think about that? Shire? Helping family and supporting family. Cause she's literally just asking for him to fund her house, her living situation, her housing costs. What, what do you think about it that? It could be more. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the only way to know, what you will do is when you're actually in that situation. That's a good point. Like I can honestly say that I am not in a position to fund someone else's living. Mm-hmm. I can't fund anyone else's lifestyle. I'm we're raising two children mm-hmm. and I'm not in a position to do that. Now, if I come in a position to do that, 
Lord bless. And I'm just overflowing and, and just the, the, the wealth, wealth has just been bestowed upon me, you know? And in that case, um, I believe in being generous mm-hmm. and I believe in generosity. I don't believe in loans. Mm-hmm. So if, if I give someone something, I don't expect them to pay me back because that is a recipe for disaster. Even if it's $20, if I don't have $20 to give you, it's a no. Yeah. And if I give you $20, it's not a loan. It's a gift for you to have. So that's kind of, that's kind of how I feel on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm, I, what I'm saying is I'm not in a position to take care of any, anyone else right. beyond my children. Yeah. And, and I think I said this to you, Shia. I was like, there's never, I'm never at, at a, uh, at a cap. Like I'm never at the, this overflow. It's like, I have enough because it's like, okay, let's say. What do you mean by that? I'll explain. Let's say I financially am secure. Like me and my wife. We're secure for the rest of our lives. We live to a hundred, whatever we got. We're going to, we solid. I got enough money invested to live the rest of my life. It doesn't mean like, so anything after that, I can just give to somebody else. Why not? So now the, that excess goes to my children. Well, right. Well, that's giving it to someone else. I mean, someone outside of my kids. Okay. Man, other family. I'm going to just keep it a hundred with you other family other than my children it's it's tough for me to say okay so now that i'm secure me and my wife now i have all this stuff i can just give out to like non-kids right because my thing is that i have to take care of my kids now let's say i take my assets reach to the end of their life well i have grandchildren they're gonna have children they're gonna have spouses right they're gonna have so i feel like no one yeah will ever no one and we want to be generous and we want to give generously when we can but realistically speaking, you it needs to flow downward. Everyone needs to be thinking in that way. And if everyone does, you'll never have to cross over and take care of this cousin or this sibling or this. If everyone has that mindset of I'm going to take care of me, my family and my children and then their children and so on and so forth. That's how we truly build uh, uh, generational wealth. But when we start crossing and helping it because this person can't do it and da da da. There, it's harder to build that generational wealth for your lineage. You know what I mean? And that's a hard thing to say because, like, well, we all blood family and this and that. And it's like, I, we, you know, you don't. If someone's stumbling, I'm, you're not gonna let them be homeless. That's well, not what I'm saying. It sounds like that is what you're saying. Well, has she has this has the sister exercise all options? Oh, you now you're talking about them. This, I'm going back to them. Now. <laughs> I don't know. It's like if if me selling this house is gonna make you homeless, then then that's another conversation. But if me selling this house makes you work a job to provide like normal people. Yes. Then. then Yes. I think. Yeah. And I think what you're really speaking to is personal accountability. Yes. Right. And Mm -hmm. just because you have someone in your family who's well off doesn't mean that it becomes their responsibility to take care of you and to support you. You have your life. Right. What have you done with your time? Um how are you being accountable to just taking care of yourself? Yes. Well, I love that shot. That brings us to our second story. There's uh, two. There's two. Uh, they say this is a big rich town. <laughs> oh yeah. Curtis Jackson, also known as 50 cent uh, was in the news. Him and his son, I want to say Marcus. He kind of spells it like me. But Marquise a little bit or Marcus? It's Marcus. Oh, okay. His son Marcus Jackson that looks 
first of all, he looks dead on. You cannot deny paternity. Yes. It's yours. Yes. They recently were in the news blotters and the blogs uh, because the son was complaining that his, and air quotes here, child support from 50 Cent was only $6,700 a month. And he says, I quote, $6,700 a month in the state of New York. You do the math. Marcus Jackson said on Instagram Live, you're talking about a Forbes lister. You're talking about someone that has problems with everyone. You can't just live in any neighborhood. So wait, the son said that? The son said that about, hey, I'm only getting $6,700 a month Mm. to live. I can make that work. (laughs) There's a lot of folks listening right now that's like, yo, that's a good little piece of change right there. Okay. So he was complaining and lamenting online about how my dad only gives me this X amount to live on. Now, I have so many questions that were unanswered. One, the son just turned 26, just had his 26th birthday. That's not a child. That's a grown man. That's a grown man. Why are you still on your father's child support payroll? (laughs) And why is $6,700 not enough to live? Make it make sense, Jar. Hmm. What do you think about that? And we, and I don't have to get into you know fifty went off and they 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 have a troubled relationship because uh, the son was seen with some, as the young folks say, ops. Right, some people that Fifty Cent has had problems with in the past. The son has befriended and taken pictures with, and the internet does what it does and kind of blows up those scenarios. So, long story short, they're not at the greatest of terms. But yet and still, he has been supporting his son with $6,700 a month. What do you think about that, Shire? Why is that not enough? Mm, I, um, does does his son have children? or That I don't know. A girlfriend? That I don't know. Because those are, you know, having a girlfriend, being in a relationship are things that normal 26-year-olds do. Yes. So when he takes out a girl... Is 50 Cent paying for the dinner? (laughs) I mean, mean, have, you know, I I don't know. I'm sure it's, you know, it, you know, there, I I don't even have words for this because it's child support. You are not a child. You are a man. Yeah. Marcus, not you, not you. (laughs) The other one. Marcus Jackson. Jackson, Mr. Jackson. You are a grown man. Yeah. A grown man doesn't matter what your father has. Pave your own way. Yeah. And 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 to be fair, social media lit, lit this brother up. Lit him. Lit oh, him they up. did. Okay. But Shia, I think there may be some more uh, father son issues at play because yeah. he did later on say like he just wanted to be you know loved in the same way Fifty treats his other kids. You know? Okay. Well, let me. So let this me may say be that- some mother. Uh, 50 and, the, and, the, and his son's mom might have, have had a rocky situation. Yes. Okay. And you know, maybe this isn't fair for me because, you know, I was really having compassion for this, the first lady and him. I'm like, yeah, you need to stop it. So maybe I'm doing a double standard. And so I need, to, I need to step back and recognize that. And to your point that there are probably some other, um, yeah, other challenges within that relationship, probably some disappointments and, and some hurts because you're, you're, 
you were a child. You're grown now. Yeah. But you were a child, and I don't. We can't really speak to what that relationship was growing up. What opportunities he had or didn't right. have, or felt that he should have had. Yeah. Um. Growing up, but you know, I would say. For me, I would find it very um, intimidating mm-hmm. to have a parent who is rich and successful. Yeah. Because it just because your parent is talented or your parent can rap or your parent is a politician or your parent is a doctor, you know, it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that's what you are going to be. Right. You know, right. Uh, I guess it's particularly in entertainment, right? Just yes. because your father can crack a joke or can rap you know mm-hmm. but he's rapping about his lifestyle and it's a lifestyle that you probably don't know right. as much about right you know it's i would i would think that it's really really tough probably being tough a to celebrity's a yeah. uh just mentally okay, because you. you have this idea that you know the next generation is going to be better and mm-hmm. they're going to do better and they're going to but it's like you know if your parent was like you know, the president of the united states or yeah you know, or 50 Cent or, you know, any other Michael big... Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, you know. It's just like you... Uh, yeah. Just be the best you can be. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> and be okay with that. Yeah. You know, um, but you have to find your, your own way. and You right. have to find your own voice. Right. And when I say find your own voice, I do not mean going to social media um, uh, to air, air out your, out your grievances. grievances. That really shows a lack of maturity. Um, you you need to talk to your father about what's going on in your life and build that relationship. Yeah. And if money comes with that, then great. And if it doesn't, then that's fine too because that should not be the expectation. You should have enough want in yourself, whether you're male or female, right, to yeah. to be able to stand on your own two feet. Right, sir. And, you know, I'm sorry. I was trying to do the math. So 67, what's that, 80 G's a year? Oh, that's really nice. So that's 80 G's a year tax-free. Yeah, I was about you. to say, that's kind of like a <laughs> gift, right? You Are you taxing, paying taxes on you're that? You're not taxing child support, so that's I'm, tax-free. I'm not a, a tax expert, but, you know, 80,000, yeah. you know, maybe you're in the wrong city. Maybe you just need to. But I just feel like if I was 50 and you want to drag me out in the media, you know, you're not incentivizing me to even continue to pay money. I'm cutting you off, money. Blair. I'm cutting you off. You're gonna blast me online as this like, man. I my dad's only giving me eighty thousand dollars a year. Man, what can I do with that? Okay, what can you do with zero dollars a year? Like, try that. You know I, I mean? and you know, I feel like you know that he doesn't see, you know, something within himself that yeah. he could just, whether it's graphic design or right. catering or start a food truck. I don't know what his passions are, mm-hmm. but. Whatever it is that's with inside of you, you got to figure that out and follow your own passions and not just be hiding in your father's shadow and trying to just take whatever crumbs. Right. right? That's why he's upset. It's not enough money. So I'm going to call it crumbs. Mm -hmm. It's not crumbs to me, y'all. But to him, you don't want to have to take whatever crumbs are are thrown at you, so to speak. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, as like I said, on the front end of this, as folks begin to acquire and build wealth and and grow their finances you know you may be faced with some family issues we've been blessed to not be faced with nothing like that yet you know but um man the internet has a way of just making it making things worse 
You know, that's one thing I, I you could take away from both these stories. If they were able to be handled internally, I'm sure it would have worked out. It had the potential to work out better. But when yeah. you put the internet in the mix, man, the internet is is like one of the biggest instigators. And think about like when your boys wanted you to fight so and so, and they come on, man, hey man, I heard you gonna let them talk to you like that, hey man. And it just put a battery in your back to do something dumb or to make things worse. The internet is that times a million, you mm. know. So, and I mean, but this is another probably conversation yeah. is just that many people do not have the tools to have these conversations, that's, that's right? Real if they if they knew how to address it in another True. way, then maybe they would. But yeah. it's just they're desperate, they're hurt. So they want to hurt the other person. It's almost like you're telling the internet on. I'm mad at Shira, so I'm gonna tell the internet on you. Like, yeah. Uh, look, look what Shira did. She's not doing X. Like, what did they? So then, what do you expect to happen? You know, it just makes matters worse. But you, you're right. A large part of it's because I don't know how to just come to Shira and say, I don't, "I'm hurt by this." Yes, I'm hurt. I'm so sad. I'm, I'm still. I'm still grieving. You know, our the loss in our family. Mm-hmm. You know, or I need six months to find a job mm-hmm. so that I can take care of myself. Will you will you grant me that? Right. You know, just let your requests be made known. Yeah. Your brother has money, but he's not a mind reader. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or dad, your brother might tell you, I ain't really got it like this. I don't sis. really have. Right. This is what I'm going through. This, this, this. You right. just never know until you have the conversation. Right. You, know? you don't know. I don't, I mean, I don't know that much about him. I was going to make up some fake stuff, you know, but let me, <laughs> I'm like, faux baby mom. And I'm just, let me just stop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on in his life. Right. 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 Like everyone has things that they're going through, whether yeah. you, whether you're broke or whether you have money, you know, but you need to find that, that mm-hmm. human, the humanness. Right. And communicate, you know, that goes for both sides. Yeah. 50 Daddy, mm-hmm. you know, I'm struggling with A, B, and C. Right. And I just want to come to you as a man and have this discussion with mm-hmm. you. And I I think that you're right. Going on the internet will definitely has a way of making things worse. Yeah. But it also has a way of saying, you know, something like that happened in my family that's similar. Right. Or I could be going through this. Or I'm getting ready to go through this. Yeah. And so let me learn from from this so yes. that I could do better. Absolutely, Shire. I totally agree. Well, this, this is a great this is a great episode. I had a, I had fun with this one. Um, any final thoughts, or was was that your final thought? No, I mean that was my final thought. But best wishes to to yes those involved and those who are facing similar challenges. Similar challenges, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, you know I, I need y'all to do me a huge favor. Please leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Please. We really appreciate those five-star reviews. And we're going to holler at y'all on the next episode. So until next time, we out. Peace. Bye.